0: Welcome to The Shore Report. I'm Heather Hyde.
1: And I'm Jay Posner.
0: And this is episode 120. Now, before we get started by introducing our guest, I'd like to do a little bit, something a little bit different and throw to Jay first, because Jay... I don't think our listeners would know this, but has a history of expert curling in his background. Yeah. <laughs> so let's hear a little bit about that before we get to our main guest here.
1: Sure, I, I don't mind. I definitely love talking curling. It was uh, it was about twenty years ago. I when I first moved to the area the, at the Wireton Curling Club, I I joined. I was a single guy. I didn't you know really know anybody, and thought I like I do like watching curling, but let's try playing it. So I I went to uh, uh, to to play, and I got on, on on a team to to on just on Friday nights, and uh, I guess over the next few years, I curled my brains out, and uh, you know, three or four nights a week. Some nights we even uh, formed a competitive team. Um, and we're gonna talk to to Dave in a minute, but uh, about the higher competition. But I even got to travel around Grey and Bruce counties and Simcoe. I think part of our region included Simcoe, so we got ice time throughout southwestern Ontario with the being able just because. I wanted to curl and I had a great time a blast. met some friends that still keep in touch with a few of them so uh you know if that's the story of curling uh for me as an expert I'll take it I'm flattered thank you
0: <laughs> you're welcome well if maybe you had stuck with it you might be at this tournament that's coming uh, up and we have David Middleton who's the marketing committee chair for the Tankard and Scotty's tournaments here to tell us all about the super exciting event that's going to be happening here in Soggyne Shores in the next month or so welcome David
2: Thank you, Jay. I should let you know we're always looking to put together a list of spares for the okay. event, so we might have to chuck your name on that. Gosh. You never know when somebody's going to get sick or whatever is going to oh, happen. I think
1: they, they would regret in. drawing my name. It's like, wow, this is uh, <laughs> you know, feels like you know, in the meat raffle, you'd be you'd be left behind. You wouldn't be getting the good prizes. So you you are the hamburger. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, we are so, so excited to have uh, this event for two years in a row. And, and, you know, it would be tough to think about a community that's been able to host this two years in a row. Um, but last year, with the, the influence of COVID and only being able to have about half the crowd, um, Curl On recognized the fact that uh, Soggy Shore is a huge supporter of this kind of event. And uh, it was organized very well and very, very smooth. And thank goodness we had good weather last year for the week that uh, we hosted the event. And all those things led to us being able to host it for a second year in a row. So uh, January 23rd to 29th, stand back, make room, the best curlers in southern Ontario come back to Saugeen Shores.
0: That's really exciting. And as you mentioned, this is the the second year that we've been able to host. Um, last year, we didn't have both the men's and the women's. And this year we do, which is super exciting. Even more events to, to check out. And it's the annual Provincial Curling Championship. So this is really high level like sportsmanship here that we get to see, which is amazing. Um, there's going to be tickets available. How can people get their hands on those?
2: Uh, easiest way to do that um, is to jump online portelgancurlingclub.com. we're very very proud of our uh, curling club website uh, got updated a couple of years ago very easy to use um, when you're on the front page of the curling club website just scroll down a little bit you see a red button that says buy tickets for the tankard you're going to click on it and away you go um, and uh, we have both week Packages. So for the full event, you can buy a package, get you a ticket for every single draw all week long and also available now weekend packages, which gets you the uh, tiebreakers, the semifinals and the finals. So basically all day Saturday and all day Sunday for the prime part of the event. Uh, but it really is a, a week long event. It is a celebration of sogging shores and a celebration of curling and uh, you certainly could take a one week pass and have a pretty good time. And you can share them, they don't come in your name. So if you were to have a friend who can't go to all the games and you really can't go to all the games, buy the one week package, split them up, and we'll see you there.
1: And wh- who do they get to see? I know uh, how many teams, uh, you know, tell us a bit about the tournament. Uh, you know, I know. Uh, maybe all of our listeners are already well aware of this, but maybe there's a small chance people aren't aware of uh, curling and who who might be uh, coming to this year's event.
2: Well, we have uh, 12 men's and 12 women's teams uh, that will qualify for the event. Big names that people are looking for all the time. We were really fortunate last year that COVID did what it did because the women's curling championship got held later in the year. So the champion who normally would have gone to represent Ontario at the Scotties Tournament of Hearts didn't get a chance to do that. They were hand picked. So the champion from last year will get a guaranteed birth into this year. And it is what is, I think arguably the top female curling team in the world. Forget Ontario. In the world, and that of course is Rachel Homan with Tracy Fleury. And that team is spectacular. So all the other teams are going to have a tough run to try and beat that one. Holly Duncan will be here. Um, there's a really interesting uh family slant to this whole thing, uh, because Carly Howard is going to be skipping a team. Now, that Howard name, pretty familiar with curling in the province of Ontario. That- On the men's side, John Epping and Team Howard, who played in the final last year, are both going to be here, um, along with uh, Team Ferris, who won the Super Spiel, and some of the teams from last year and some new teams as well. But the family thing, pretty interesting. So we have Glenn Howard, dad. Scott Howard, who skipped the team last year because Glenn was injured and when they won the provincial. So we've got dad and son and daughter Carly, who is skipping a team on the Scottish side of things. And as far as we can tell, that's the first time in history that that has ever happened. So kind of a historical event for Soggy Shores. And it should be. We're, we're a good enough place. We should get that history.
0: Absolutely. And that's a super cool family tie. I love uh, hearing stories like that. What kind of audience are you expecting? I know you have some numbers from last year, but because it was a COVID year, it might be a little bit different than this year uh, and given the two tournaments happening. So what kind of attendance are you expecting? So
2: we have kind of, I'm going to say budgeted, not really the right word, for about a thousand people per draw. Um, We're getting very close to that weekday and our weekend numbers are starting to climb now. Um, so uh, I think we have a couple hundred, 250 seats roughly available for weekdays and for weekend draws right now. So close to a thousand per draw, um, our our bar slash restaurant in the arena, uh, upstairs in what we're calling the house, uh, can seat about 250 somewhere in that neighborhood. So that means that there are 750 people who are gonna be looking for someplace to go after games to get a drink to have something to eat to do some shopping the spinoff from this event was fantastic last year it'll be even bigger this year because we have uh, more draws more teams Uh, i believe the economic study was an impact of about 1.5 million dollars just for sogging shores during the week of this event so um, we're certainly proud that that the spinoff is uh, going to mean a lot to a lot of businesses who uh at that time of the year, and sometimes pretty tough for business, and uh, we're glad that we're able to bring some extra people in.
1: Yeah, and it sounds like it's not just businesses that, uh, you know, the community generally, and so a part of the, uh, you know, the organizing includes fundraising commitments and fundraising uh for local curling yeah, you sort of talk about that for a minute
2: first time ever last year curl on uh agreed to be able to share some of the profit with area curling clubs so we designed we uh doug flowers and the steering committee designed an opportunity for local curling clubs to be part of the selling of tickets because let's be honest our base of people coming to the event are curlers and they are people who are part of curling clubs so we have 12 area curling clubs uh, that are sharing in an opportunity to sell tickets through their club. So, if you are, for example, from Kincardine and you want to buy a ticket and you want to buy it through the Kincardine Curling Club, they're going to get a portion of the proceeds. Um, last year, we were lucky enough to raise about $32,000 for area curling clubs, and uh, this year's ticket sales will be higher than that. And we got Curlon to actually increase the amount of money that the curling clubs are getting. So uh, we are going to raise more than that this year. And that's a fantastic thing because curling clubs sometimes are pretty limited to where they can get their income from. And uh, we're certainly happy to be able to to make them a part of that.
0: I love hearing about the economic impact and you're so right. And And not only on the businesses, but as you said, like the local curling clubs as well, benefit from these types of events. And uh, I just want to loop back because you did mention the house a little bit. And I saw online there's the house and then there's the shot rock. Can you tell us a little bit about what those two things are?
2: Sure. The house is our bar and restaurant. And for the most, like you can watch the games from the house because of the glass that's upstairs. So. Um, limited sight line, but you'll be able to watch the games from up there in the comfort of the heat. And we've got uh, restaurant food that'll be done up there. And we've got apre curling for some of the nights um, where you'll be able to get complimentary snacks while you're enjoying a beverage after the game. Um, all of that stuff uh, online. You can check it out on our website for that. And then the Shot Rock Bar. Most people, if you watch curling on television, and you're seeing behind the curlers people standing in a bar well that could be you because <laughs> we the shot rock set up down there and it is awesome if you've never been closer to the action and that's one of the great things about curling you are feet away from pick whoever you want to pick as the curler name and uh even every once in a while you have a little bit of a conversation with them in the middle of a game we don't encourage that but Um, I know last year Glenn Howard was uh, because he couldn't play because he was injured. He was sitting literally with the fans in the shot rock. And I don't know that he watched anything but the final game because he was too busy signing autographs and chatting with people and, and doing the thing that the Howards know they need to do to, to keep curling successful in this country. So if you really want to have fun, and you really want to get involved in the action? Get down to the Shot Rock Bar. Even if you don't have a drink, it's just an awesome experience.
1: Oh, this the anticipation. It's it's palpable just in speaking <laughs> with you, Dave. Like, so hit the highlights one one last time. Like, when is it? You know, what's the best place to get tickets? Anything else you want to tell us about the event or about the fundraising? Yeah, the floor is open.
2: Opening night, January 23rd, uh, our opening ceremonies start at 6.30. Um, the first practices at 7. The first games will start at 7.30. Every draw, three draws per day, are a mix of men's teams and women's teams. So you will know ahead of time because it's around Robin, who's playing when. So you'll be able to come and see your favorite team play. Uh, then we get into the uh, playoffs on Friday evening, potentially if there's tiebreakers, maybe tiebreakers Saturday morning and then semifinals and finals all weekend, a really special event Saturday, 1230. The special Olympics are having their provincial championship in the middle of this so include it's a free of charge you just come to the event and have some fun and cheer those teams on so that's 12 30 on saturday and that's right in the middle of two draws so you can watch a regular draw get yourself a hot dog come back to the seats watch the olympics go grab a drink come back to the seats and watch the next draw um and then the closing ceremonies uh, we'll have ver- really two of them on sunday but Easiest way to get tickets and information, curlingclub.com. If you're not on the internet, go to your friend's house, borrow the computer, borrow the internet, get to the library, uh, call the Curling Club. We're even doing that. Some people just can't, but they want to get tickets and they don't have the internet. Call the Curling Club. Leave us a message. We will make sure you get your tickets.
0: Thank you so much for being with us today, David. I have to say you've inspired me to give it another go, curling. I uh, I tried maybe once 10 years ago and I spent 99% of the time just trying to stay upright on the ice. <laughs> it is way harder than it looks, but it is we, super fun. So I'm going to give it another shot, I think.
2: We have one of the most successful learn to curl programs anywhere at the Port Elgin Curling Club. Uh, 20 people, actually this year was 24 because we had extra people who wanted in. 24 people get to come in and learn how to curl. Kate Hagen, who is a, she's a professional curler. Kate is a Port Elgin native. Um, She curled with Colleen Jones. So Colleen Jones just got the order of Canada, right? Um, Anyway, Kate is the head instructor. I'm an instructor. Robin Woods is an instructor. We have a whole bunch of people that'll come in. We can teach you how to do it in four evenings. And in the fifth evening, you will be playing on a team and you won't have to worry about standing up. Then you'll be worried more about making shots. So you come see us at the beginning of the year.
0: (laughs) Will do. Okay, Shore Report listeners, this is your challenge. If you've always wanted to learn how to curl, now you know how to get involved. Thank you again, David. We wish you all the best on your event. We'll be tuning in for sure. And thanks again for listening to the Shore Report, everyone. We'll see you next time.